Where I Long to Be, a magical trip report podcast. My name is Virginia, and I'm your host. And on this week's pre-trip report, I'm happy to be welcoming back Dana to the show. Listeners may remember Dana's previous trip report for her solo slash work trip from April, which went on to be the most downloaded episode in 2023. This trip will be a little different since Dana is planning for her whole family. If you have a trip coming up and would like to be a trip report guest, please reach out to me using the link in the show notes. I'm especially looking for guests with trips in April and beyond. And if you are thinking of planning a trip, Dana is a travel agent who specializes in Disney, so please consider getting a free vacation quote from her. She'd love to help you plan your next trip, and her information is in the show notes. And now, let's hear all about Dana's plans. Welcome back to the podcast to Dana. Listeners will remember Dana. I think you were the second episode ever, I believe. That's fun. I think so. First, so, not definitely not the first, second, or maybe third, but I you'll know better. That, uh, yeah, I'll have to go back and look. We will link to your previous episode in in the okay. show notes. But welcome back! Thank you for coming back. Clearly, it was an easy thing for you to do because you you've graced me with your presence again. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is fun. All right. Well, you have another trip, and this is a very special trip because. It's a Christmas trip. Before we get into all that, though, I, I should say, you know, for people who did not listen to your previous episode, why don't you just give a, a little rundown of who you are, where you're from, what you do, and why you love Disney? Sure. Well, my name's Dana. Um, I am a Disney travel agent, Disney authorized travel agent. So I do exclusively Disney destinations, um, book, plan, organize everything for trips for any Disney destination. Um, so, and I started doing that because I love Disney so much, specifically Disney World is my favorite. And um, I can't be there every day, but somebody out in the world is there every day. So, you know, when my clients are there, it's like I'm in the magic. I'm helping them and in their app all day long, doing everything I can for them to make their trip better. So it's like a little bit of me can be there just a tiny bit, you know, when I actually can't be there. Um, mm-hmm. that's why I do what I do. And I live in Michigan. So, you know, it's quite a ways to get to Florida. So it's not like I can just drive down for the weekend. It has to be planned out and organized and just like anyone else's vacation. Well, you have all the tools you need because you are a planner. So you can do yeah. these things for yourself sort of last minute because I know, and oh, yeah. we were just talking right before the podcast, that you have a lot of clients and that you always put your clients first. So you've kind of sure. you were mentioning how you were uh, working on your clients' things and you're kind of like scrambling for your own. Right. If anybody is looking for someone to help plan their dream Disney vacation, then Dana is happy to help you out. And you can find all her information down in the show notes to reach out to her. So now let's talk about this magical, festive Christmas trip that you're going on. What are your dates and how did you decide to go down at this time of year? Um, So we're going on the 21st, December 21st, and we come back home on the 27th. So yes, that is, you know, covering Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, um, which is something we celebrate in our family and our religion. So um, this is really unusual. We've never been away from home at Christmas. We've never gone to visit grandmas or grandpas or aunts or uncles the way some families might travel for Christmas. We never have. We've always been in our own home. So this is something new and exciting and something we wanted to try different. So um my husband's parents have passed away. My parents have passed away. We both have very small families and none of our family members live in Michigan. Nobody is by us. So it's just our little family of five for the past few Christmases. And to be honest, it's not really fun. So, you know, it's kind of boring and sad and we just try to get through the days as quickly as we can. So this was actually my husband's idea was, um, hey, why don't we go to Disney World for Christmas. Something we've always said we want to do. We've been there close to Christmas time. I was just there last month, actually. Um, We've been there in December, November before with the Christmas decorations. And we've always said to each other, wouldn't that be cool when the kids are older to be in the parks on Christmas Day? Wouldn't that be something so fun, a one-time thing to do? And we were like, yeah, that would be, you know, but never really took it seriously. And then about a month ago, 
maybe month and a half, my husband was like, you know what? Let's just not be here for Christmas. Let's go to Disney World for Christmas. And I was like, is this my husband suggesting this? Like, no, he's your typical <laughs> Disney dad where he likes it when I drag him along, but he's not like, let's go to Disney. He's he's not that kind of a guy, you know? Well, so I was shocked when he, he suggested secretly. this. <laughs> right. I'm like, you're secretly loving it as much as I do. You know, I'm getting into you. So for you to suggest this was a huge thing. And I'm definitely not going to say no to that. So, uh -huh. you know, this might be my one chance to be there for Christmas. And we cleared it with the kids. We, you know, before I booked anything, I was like, well, I'm going to make sure it's okay with the kids because you do only have so many Christmases as, as a child. And I wanted to make sure they weren't going to be like, what the heck? You know, why aren't we going to be home? And then we told them, you know, in lieu of Christmas gifts from mom and dad, that the trip is the gift, you know, and I think nobody needs another toy or video game or hoodie. <laughs> nobody needs that. So mm -hmm. um, this is the gift, you know, so, and they were totally fine with it and thought it was going to be super great. You know, a little bit weird, you know, waking up Christmas morning in a hotel room and not your own bed with your fireplace and your Christmas tree and the traditional everything. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, you only live once and it's something we're going to do, you know? So yeah, we're doing it and everyone's really excited. All right. Why don't you uh, let all the listeners know how old your kids are? So the oldest is 15. She'll be 16 next month. So mm -hmm. still loves Disney, still loves the rides, the whole mm -hmm. everything. Then my middle one is 13 and my youngest is nine. Okay. Yeah. So not little, little kids. Right. Of the age that they're going to have opinions on things. <laughs> for sure. Oh, for sure. And they all have their own preferences and their own personalities mm -hmm. and none of them are like the next one. So mm -hmm. it, it is a little difficult to please all of them when we do vacations, but what's so ironic is Disney World is something that pleases them all. And it, mm -hmm. there's not much arguing versus other types of vacations and trips that we take. There's mm -hmm. very minimal arguing because they're always doing something and there's something for everyone. You know, if, if this ride isn't your favorite, well, the next one will be. Right. Yeah. So technical question, because you're going to be away from home for mm -hmm. the actual Christmas holiday, have you bothered to put up a, a tree or anything at home? Yes, we did. So we get a real, we cut down a real Christmas tree. It's a tradition we've done since we were first married. Um, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, we always mm -hmm. cut down our Christmas tree. That's just when we do it. And we, yes, we did the whole thing, the whole Christmas. I did do minimal outside decorating this year. We didn't go full lights. We mm -hmm. did a little bit, um, some blow ups on the lawn. Um, mm -hmm. But the kids <laughs> we were like, let's we didn't do go too far. Just giant blow up things. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I mean, that takes two seconds. You know, we, my, I was like, don't get out the ladder. You know, I was telling my husband, don't get out the ladder and all this balls uh -huh. of lights and everything. We're not even going to be here, you know, but obviously we're there before and after. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, for like a week, we're not here. So I'm like, we're not going to go all out crazy. Like, it's fine. So, yeah. um, but yes, we did the tree and our mantle and my normal indoor stuff. I did just as normal. Okay. All right. So you are flying down because that's what you do from Michigan. Where oh, for sure. are you going to be staying this trip? We're staying at Caribbean Beach, which we've stayed many times. I think this is our sixth, I believe this is our sixth time at Caribbean Beach. So we clearly like that one. My kids like the pool with the slides. We love the Skyliner mm -hmm. being right there. Um, so we do we do like that plus i mean to be fully transparent i do get 50 percent off as a disney travel agent so mm -hmm. 50 percent off of a moderate room is a pretty reasonable price right. so you know that worked out so there's when you use your disney travel agent discount there is only it, it's whatever pops up is what you can choose from so there's usually one value there'll be a couple moderates and a couple deluxe Mm -hmm. and it will show you your you know your 50% off price. So contemporary was also available. Mm -hmm. But you know we were I was like, well, I was just there in November and I just took two of my kids in August. So mm -hmm. I'm like I'm not going to go crazy with the cost, so we'll just do Caribbean Beach. Well, I mean 50% off is a great value, but at the same time I'm imagining that you know, the prices change seasonally and Christmas has got to be not a cheap time to go. So 50% off of that, is, right. it's still, you know, <laughs> it's a slurge. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, I mean, yeah. it's not 
the exact amount of money I would have spent on Christmas gifts. Obviously it's more, but you right. know, it's an experience. So I was like, well, I'm not going to go crazy with this hotel stay because we still want to be in the parks and you know, we don't have annual right. passes. So I have a complimentary ticket every time I go, but my family doesn't. So I still have to buy their tickets and airfare, mm-hmm. you know, so. Well, um, I mean, I always, I'm a, a big proponent of experiences as gifts because you're right. Like with kids, they can continue to get toys and toys and toys and toys, but like, where do you put them all? And then they get right. played with for two seconds. And it's much better to have an experience where you have the memories and the photos, and then you have that shared connection of you both did this thing together. So right. I think that's what we were thinking. Christmas gift. Yeah. So with a family of five, what is your room configuration? Do they have a room that you will all fit into or are you getting two rooms side by side? So we're doing one room and that's another challenge when you do have a group of five is there's only so many room categories that that you can have. You know, if it's just four or less people, you can go in Mm -hmm. any room. But for five people in a moderate, your choice is Port Orleans Riverside or Caribbean Beach, really, unless you're going to go with the cabins. But those typically aren't available for agent discounts for whatever reason. Plus, you know, that's pretty far pretty far from everything on your resort property to get to your coffee and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a job, you know, to get to it. So, um, yeah. so in our room in Caribbean beach, we're going to have two queen beds and then we'll have the pull down child size bed as they call it. So my son, my youngest will take that one. He likes to have that one. It's a child size bed. I can't say I've ever slept in it, but I, I think I might be able to, cause I'm five, three. So <laughs> You could, it's a yeah, you could. Bed. <laughs> it's good enough. Do you know um, where within the resort you might be? Like, would you be close to the main building or close to the Skyliner? So I have a water view. I chose the water slash pool view. The preferred room, which is in closer to the main lobby, that wasn't available. So it was either the standard room or a water view. So I chose the water view. And I did call in a room request, you know, as you probably know, their requests, it's not guaranteed. So Mm -hmm. in the past, we just always by chance been in the Barbados building, which we really like that building because it's like, it's an equal distance from the Skyliner station where there's like the really good Joffrey's coffee stand, um, which we love in the morning because it's Mm -hmm. quick and great. And then, you know, it's another equal distance the other way to the pool in the main lobby. So I did request Barbados. Now, these are not the remodeled rooms. These are the older style rooms. The remodeled rooms are in Trinidad, which is where um, the pirate rooms used to be. Oh, that is where I stayed then, because the only time I've stayed at uh, Caribbean Beach is in a pirate room. Okay. And I have to say, I did not love the pirate rooms. <laughs> yeah, they there's, were smaller um, they were smaller other and the, like, for whatever reason, the mattresses in the room were terrible. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been in, I mean, I've been in them to tour them, but I haven't stayed in one. I'm 99% sure we're going to have the old style if I get my Barbados request. If we don't, we don't. And it's mm-hmm. fine. You know, whatever's meant to happen will happen. But we did, I did request that just because we've been there in that section so many times and we liked it. So we'll see if I get it. I hope, I hope I get it. Yeah. I'll cross my fingers for you. So for your tickets, you mentioned that you have a complimentary ticket as an agent. For your family, what sort of tickets have you decided to get? I bought them a three-day park hopper. What I receive from my agency is a four-day park hopper. Okay. Um, so it's a little tricky the way because there's blackout dates on the agent tickets. So right. one of the park days that we're doing is Christmas Day. That's a blackout date for an agent ticket. So I had to buy Mm -hmm. my own ticket for one day so we could go all on Christmas Day. Got it. Okay. So it's a little wonky, like you should see in my app, how the tickets are. It's very (laughs) weird looking. If if you didn't know what you're doing, you would be like, what in the world? This is so, something happened. There's a glitch. But no, there's not a glitch. Uh It's just the way I had to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Getting around, are you going to rely on the Disney transportation or are you going to do a rental car or anything like that? Both. So when we land at the airport, um, we do have a rental car um, reserved. So just because what 
my husband travels a lot for work and gains rental points. So we, it will be no cost to us. Um, he's allowed to use his point for his personal vehicle um, to turn the points in. So we will have a rental car to get to our hotel. And then when we do go to the parks, I believe we're going to use Disney transportation. It just, mm-hmm. it makes it more of a vacation. You know, you're in the bubble, you know, when you're not getting in your own car driving to the park, it does, it does take some of the magic away. You know, we do prefer mm-hmm. to stay, stay within the magic. You know, it, it just makes it feel like a true vacation versus like a yeah. hassle to drive into the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's nice to have the rental car as an option. So like if you need anything, you can do it. And and also I like using a car, if, if I have a rental car on certain trips, to get over to Disney Springs. True. Yes. And then you're not as stressed out when it's time to go back to the airport, you know, relying mm-hmm. on an Uber or like the Mirrors shuttle, which picks you up in an insanely early extra amount of time to get back to the airport. You know, if you're on Uh your own vehicle, you can control that. And we do have a couple non-park days where we are going to go. We might try to go to the beach one of the days Mm -hmm. um, just to, you know, for the kids to see the ocean. So, you know, we do like that freedom, I guess, of not feeling trapped sort of. Yeah. Um, and because it is no cost, it's like, why not? Might as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, if it's no cost, then I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, right. I have found that when I've looked at rental cars, when I've used them in the past, they have been kind of pricey. Um, so sure. we don't do it every single time, but sometimes we do. And the you're right about the, the mirror's transportation. I think they pick you up like three to four hours before your flight, which, yeah. I mean, I... I guess maybe during the holidays, maybe that will be necessary because I'm imagining that the airport could be a little crazy. And I, I can't remember if you have TSA pre-check or not. I do. Yeah. My husband okay. and I both do. So I'm assuming your kids should get in on bundle the kids. Yeah. 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 So, it, but this time we're checking bags, which we normally, when mm. I travel alone or with friends and my husband travels for work weekly, we never check bags. Like, I usually don't stay more than four nights when I go alone or like on a girl's trip. And four nights for me is like my max for a carry-on. But this is six nights. And it's a weird time of year where you do need pants. You do need some sweatshirts. Yeah. In addition to your shorts and t-shirts. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit different of packing at this time of year. And with so many people, I'm like, we don't even own five carry-on size bags. So, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have to check bags. So you're going to have to allow extra time for that too, you know, so. Now, how far out in the weather can you see at this point? Because it's, it's December 10th right now that we're mm-hmm. looking at. Are you starting to get an idea of what the weather will be like, or is it still a little too early? Well, when I looked yesterday, my AccuWeather let me see until the 22nd. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's saying 72, partly sunny. I'm like, that's perfect for theme park weather. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not perfect swimming weather, but it's perfect theme park weather. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't get colder. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't mind sweating a little bit because I'm going to be stuck in Michigan, you know, the rest of the winter. So yeah. I, I don't mind a little sunburn and sweat when I'm there. Right. And and being from Michigan, I mean, even 70 degrees, it's going to feel warm you know compared oh to yeah my are. kids will be <laughs> the kids will definitely be shorts and t-shirts and crocs and you know oh for sure yeah yeah my son still continues to try to walk out the door in shorts and I'm like it's December go back to your room <laughs> yeah yeah all right so let's see do you have any um special priorities this trip so you go Uh, and your family goes fairly frequently, is there anything specific on this trip that you think you're going to focus on? Well, the number one priority is on the 22nd, we're doing Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We're doing that, which is the last party night, party date of this year. So that's exciting. And I, I, in the summer, I went to the opening night of um, the Halloween party. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of, weird you know first night of halloween last night of christmas that's kind of fun so i have been (laughs) to mickey's very merry christmas party before Mm -hmm. it wasn't the full party though because it was november of 2021 and it was still like the minis merry time christmas it was like 80 percent of the normal party so i did do that by myself but my children and husband have never been to the 
true full Christmas party. So that's like the number one item, I guess you could say, on our itinerary. So we will be doing that. And then the other sort of special thing is my son has been begging to build a droid. So he does have a droid appointment, droid reservation to do that. Mm -hmm. So, but otherwise, um, nothing really, I mean, other than Guardians, the kids have never, haven't ridden Guardians. Two of my kids rode Tron, like when I, when we went in to the Halloween party in August, my middle and my youngest rode Tron, but my husband and my older daughter, they didn't go on the trip. So they haven't rode Tron and none of the kids have rode Guardians. Okay. So, but my husband and I have rode Guardians. So it's kind of like, I'm trying to get everyone to do all the stuff, like fill in all their gaps. Right. Okay. Well, that will be very exciting to hear if they like it. Um, For your son who's building a droid, has he built a lightsaber before? No. So he has always been begging for both. <laughs> but, you know, the lightsaber is more expensive and it, it doesn't have all the features that he wants in a lightsaber. So I'm like, I'm not going to spend this money <laughs> what, when it doesn't even have all the features. What features does he want in a Well, he wants like certain noises, certain sounds. And it does, I, I don't know okay. like the Amazon ones have exactly what he wants so I'm like well we'll get that so yeah so but so he's like really wants to do a droid and last time I was like okay we'll do it or two trips ago I'm like we'll do it next time well we didn't do it next Mm -hmm. time then I'm like we'll do it next time and then we didn't do it when we were in the summer because we had limited time and it was so hot it was like 105 degrees the day we were at Uh Hollywood Studios so I'm like we're not doing this today so um this is the time (laughs) or I'll never live to hear the end of it Oh, no, never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing we haven't done is built a droid. My son did the lightsaber experience, which was expensive at the time that we did it, but it has gone up even more since then. For sure. Um, and I'm, I'm surprised, actually, that he hasn't been begging to build a droid. I'm kind of, I'm glad he hasn't because it's saving me yeah. money. But right. um, I, I have a feeling, you know, at some point that will come up. Because when you go frequently you know, you, you want to try new things every time. Right. Um, so I'm sure it's going to come up for me. It's, so I'll, I'll be really interested to hear how that goes. Uh, will you be able to go in and, and watch him build the droid? Cause with the lightsaber, the builder can only bring one person with them. Same thing with the droid. Yes. If they're under 14, under 14 or under 15, I believe it's under 14. They can only bring one mm-hmm. parent or adult with them. So my husband to go with them like a guy's thing but Mm -hmm. I want to go with them just the travel agent Disney adult in me wants to Mm -hmm. film it and I want to see it so I can relay that to my clients I I have had clients who built droids and I've made their reservations for them for that but I've never personally seen it myself other than from vloggers recording it so I, yeah. you know, I want to see it. I want to do it. So I don't know. We're going to have to talk about who's going to do it. But one of us okay. will be doing it. Well, I, I I feel like maybe that's your payment for planning this whole trip is, uh, you know. Maybe. Your reward is you get to be the one to go in and see how it all works and capture the content and, and all of that. Right. <laughs> well, let's go through your days. So Thursday, the 21st, what time are you going to be landing in Orlando. And did you get a direct flight? Yes, a direct flight. Um, we land at 1125 a.m. Okay. So not so bad. And you are in the same time zone, correct? Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. Normally, when I go to Disney World, I choose the very first flight out of Detroit. But with mm-hmm. the kids, you know, it's a str- It's going to be a struggle. And I know my kids. And even this early wake up, you probably waking up at four, like it's better than three. So this is, it's going to be a struggle with lugging the bags, you know, the checked bags. So we were like, you know, we don't hate ourselves that much. We are just going to take the second flight. Okay. All right. Um, What are you going to do on that first day? Is it just going to kind of be settling in or do you actually have some sort of plan for dining or fun? So the plan, which I'm hoping to stick to, is to go to Epcot once we drop our bags. Hopefully our room will be ready, but, you know, it might not. Um, But either way, my plan is to go to Epcot because it is close, you know, being on the Skyliner. It won't be a hassle or any a big deal. So normally when we've all gone as a family, we've never gone to a park on our arrival day. I do it every time when I'm alone, but never 
on the arrival day because it's so busy. There's so much going on. They've been up from, you know, 4 a.m. But now that mm-hmm. they're older, I feel like they can handle it. Um, yeah. You know, my only concern would be like my nine-year-old being a little bit crabby. But I think, you know, the adrenaline and the dopamine rush from the fun of the day is, is going to get them through. If mm-hmm. we have to change it and we just can't do it, we do have two other open days later in the trip that we could, you know, I'm sure the cast members at the front desk would have no problem, you know, changing that for us. If I mean, I can change it in the app, but, but you know, if reservations are full, sometimes they need to do it on their end um, right. for later in your trip. So, but I think it's going to be fine. Um, the reason we're doing that is because I do have that complimentary ticket I want to take advantage of the days of that ticket as much as possible. Right. Two of the days are already not going to line up with my family's ticket. So mm-hmm. at least, I mean, you know, I want to try to use it if I can on the same days that we're all going together. So yeah. that's why we're doing that. Okay. And you will get to experience Festival of the Holidays. So are yes. you planning to try food booths or go around and listen to the storytellers? Take advantage of all, all of that? Yes. All of that. So like I said, we have been there at Christmas time, but mm-hmm. when we've never been to festival of the holidays. So when I've been there before, it's like I was leaving a day or two before the festival of the holidays began. And once when I was there in December, I didn't even go to Epcot just because the, the way the plans were on that group trip years ago. Mm-hmm. So I've never been to actual festival of the holidays. So that will be a nice thing to check off my list. And yes, so my plan is since we won't be getting over there until probably three or four, that will be dinner. Dinner will be the festival booths, hoping to knock out one or two of the storytellers and hopefully like do the land, you know, living with the land with the Christmas overlay, hoping to get that done. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a few of those Christmassy things in case we can't get to it, you know, or get as much done as possible of the Christmas things, at least Mm -hmm. knock a few things out on the first day. Yeah. Okay. All right. And maybe I can get them a Guardians, uh, a Guardians Lightning Lane. I'm hoping you know an eat for oh, an yeah. evening time slot. Yeah. Yeah. An individual Lightning Lane or virtual queue. I'm just gonna do the individual Lightning Lane because with the virtual, since it's the arrival day, I feel like it's too risky to do the virtual queue. You know yeah. what if, what if they give me an early one? You know we're not right. there. You know so I'm just gonna buy it and not have to stress, you know, about missing it. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. And you said that none of the kids have ridden that? Correct. Just my husband and I have ridden it. Okay. Are they thrill seekers, these kids? They are. Yes. So okay. we live in Michigan, but like two hours from us is a, uh, a amusement park, Cedar Point. I don't know if you've heard of Cedar Point, but Cedar it's Point a is big... a famous amusement park. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, most people in the theme park, theme park, you know, realm are aware of cedar fair parks and so Mm -hmm. yes so um they have like season passes to cedar point they love all the big roller coasters and all of that so they're gonna love Mm -hmm. guardians i I know they are okay all right well i'll be excited to hear what songs they they get and if they recognize them because i know that we all get excited about these older songs that come on if we recognize but i don't know um if for sure the kids will be familiar with all of them probably not no, probably not. Friday, December 22nd. Where are you headed for that day? So that day is our party day. So we're not doing a park before the party. Since you can enter Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m., you know, three hours okay. before the party starts, that's that's our park day for that day. Okay, you can enter at 4 p.m. How late does the party go? Midnight. So the party is officially okay. 7 to midnight. Okay. All right. What is going to be your main focus for the party? Because I know that they have you know, a special parade, a stage show. Will you be doing mostly very party specific things? Or do you think that you will be riding rides? So the main couple things that I'm telling my family that they're doing is, well, Tron, for <laughs> sure. I'm going to get the virtual queue mm-hmm. right at six for the, mm-hmm. you know, for all everybody but, um, like I said, two of my kids have ridden Tron, but for everybody, you know, Tron for everybody. And then party specific things is what I'm going to focus on. You know, I think that's what most people do. Like Space Mountain has the red and green lights. And two, the two of my kids that I took to the Halloween party, they were next in line 
or hyperspace mountain at the Halloween party. And then the ride shut down. So they didn't get to do it. So I'm oh, like, no. okay, well, make sure you get to do the Christmas one. So that's, you know, a priority for them. Um, the parade for sure. The snow on main street, you know, that, that is a must do. That's, that's a non-negotiable. Um, and then, the, you know, the, the traditional stuff, like the cookies and the cocoa, the kids are excited about that, that it's, you know, it's a fun thing to walk up and get something and not have to pay for it. You know, they, mm-hmm. they think that that's yes, so it's, cool. It's, you know, it's quote free. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But we so know that's, it's, you know, it, fun it's to included. <laughs> oh, you paid for those cookies along that line. Somewhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Do you think that right. you'll do jingle cruise? You know, I just did it when I was there last month. I've done it other times. They've done it. Mm-hmm. Been there before in November, you know, in the daytime, not for a party. Um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't love it. It's boring okay. to them. So I don't even think I'm going to mention it to them, honestly, unless one of them says something about it. Because it really is a time suck. You know, even yeah. like my son has the, we use DAS pass for my son and you can use mm-hmm. DAS during the parties. So you do get to ride, you know, quite a few things right in a row. And even still, even going through a lightning lane for Jingle Cruise, it is, Mm-hmm. It is a lot of time. So I would rather them do more their favorites, you know, Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, the, their favorites. I'm, I'm not going to say we have to do this because it's a Christmas theme. I don't think they're going to care. And since I already did it, I feel good knowing right. I'm not missing out on it. So you know, they're not going to care. Okay. All right. And will you stay at the party until the bitter end? That's the goal. I want to. I really want to mm-hmm. um, because I what my plan is this is our only magic kingdom time on the trip so oh it, it could change okay. yes so okay. it could change but as of right now this that's what i'm planning for right now because i like it's a lot of hours i think it's fine um so i'm hoping to stay till the end i guess since we have nothing going on that day i'm hoping the kids sleep in a little bit People have nice attitudes and they can, you know, hang till midnight. I'm hoping that they can. <laughs> All right. So staying till the end. Um, well, let's hope that in addition to this trip for Christmas, good attitudes are left in the stockings by the chimney. With care. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So Saturday, the 23rd, I am suspecting this might be a non-park day. Am I right? Correct. Yes. So since we're planning on being at the party so late you know we're not gonna push anything that day hopefully it's warm enough to swim um and then this day we're going to do a monorail loop tour so the kids can see the gingerbread house the gingerbread castle with the contemporary i did see these things when i was there last month and i've seen them many times but mm-hmm. the, the kids specifically my daughters will really enjoy to see the the gingerbread creations so that's mm-hmm. on our list for that day um, and, and like, a, I'm not sure if I said it, hopefully swimming, hopefully it's warm enough to swim. Yeah. And this is one of those days that I have a complimentary ticket, but they don't have a ticket. So my oh, plan okay. is to leave them in the dust somewhere. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be warm enough for them to be swimming. My husband and them can have mm-hmm. fun at the pool. And I would maybe pop into either Hollywood Studios or Epcot. I didn't make my reservation for that yet. Um, which I need to do probably today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, even if just to hop in, not even maybe go on a ride, just go for a walk, get a coffee or mm-hmm. eat a snack and then join back to my family. Time. But yeah, right. Just the principle of the fact that you know, I do have this ticket available to me as a benefit mm-hmm. from Disney. I don't want to just waste it. You know, I want to take one or two hours out of the day and at least just say that I did it. Right. You know, use of my ticket. That's the plan for that day. I don't know what time, whenever mm-hmm. it fits in best with whatever else that we're doing. I right. was thinking, you know, I guess it depends where I make a reservation. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to maybe think if we did our monorail tour, you know, we saw the gingerbread stuff, then they went back and I could go into Magic Kingdom for a couple hours and then meet back mm-hmm. up with them later. So yeah. I really, or that day. To Epcot and then Skyliner home at the end. Right. Yeah. There's so many options. Yeah. Um, it's such a bummer. You still have park reservations because you can't just make that decision 
in the mm-hmm. moment, you know. Well, especially during the holidays, like yeah, it's, it's more likely at that time of year. I'm imagining that you could see a capacity situation where you couldn't go to a park that you specifically wanted to. Right. Well, as of right now, Magic Kingdom reservations are full for Christmas Day. That's the mm-hmm. only thing. Yeah. In that window of time, that's full. You know, obviously, you can hop into it later, but to start out your day. Right. Yeah. And I know that, um, you know, a certain, I can't remember what day it is, but but in early January, the park reservations will go away for the date-based tickets. But those Mm -hmm. of us who have annual passes will still need to make a park reservation. And I Mm -hmm. just heard, um, because I was, I was really kind of questioning if, if annual pass holders need to have a reservation after that time still, do you have to scan into the park that you reserved before you can hop to another? Because I was hoping that having the reservation would be enough. Like they're expecting you. They know that you're going to be taking up part of the the body count for the day. And that right. maybe you wouldn't necessarily have to scan into the park that you, you reserved. But I've I've just heard within the past week, someone told me that you will have to scan into your original park or change your park reservation and hope that there's room at the park that you really want to go to that day. So it's a little annoying. It just seems like like a formality to go over and tap into a park just to be able to go to another one. Right. I feel like they're pretty lax with that rule. I mean, there does have to be availability. There's almost, almost never full, really. I'm not even really sure how they determine what the maximum capacity is because it still feels really busy even with these park reservations. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, especially for an AP, when you're at, at the tap in, you're like, oh shoot, my reservation is at a different park. The cast number 99% of the time will just switch it for you right then and there. They're not going to mm-hmm. really make you go all the way to the other park, you know, unless it's at full capacity, but it's just the principle of the thing for me, I guess. Right. It, like, it just doesn't make sense. I I feel like there I should agree. be, if they're going to have a reservation system to know that you're coming as an annual pass holder so that they can account for you, I think it should be a general reservation system where you say, I will be at one of right. the four parks this day. And then that's good. Right. I think that's where you plenty up. sufficient. Yes, I agree. But Disney's not asking me my opinion, so. <laughs> right. Right. All right. I know. So uh, Sunday, the 24th, Christmas Eve, what is the plan for yes. that day? So this is a big park day. So the plan is to start out at Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. for the typical flight of passage, Everest, grab a cheeseburger pod, and then, you know, whatever the kids, my children have never rode dinosaur, you know, and it's oh, probably going away. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, well, we're going to make that a priority. So there's no regrets later. Like we never did that. So mm-hmm. they can say they did it. And Have then, they been to Disneyland and done the Indiana Jones ride that's the same track? No. Uh-uh. Oh, they okay. haven't. Okay. All so, right. yeah. So I want to just make sure they do that just mm-hmm. for posterity. And that it's just checked off their Disney list. So we'll do that. And then, you know, I'm in Animal Kingdom, you know, I'm I'm anticipating being able to get those three main things that they want to do done within the first hour or two, really. Oh, yeah. um, I'm, you know, I don't know if we'll leave right away, you know, if they mm-hmm. want to do the safari, fine. They've done it many times. It's not thrilling, as we all know, but it is relaxing. And it's different every time. Right. Different every time. So I guess it's just going to depend on weather and moods and whatever whatever they feel like doing um mm-hmm. but we're definitely not staying there all day you know we will be um leaving to go to hollywood studios later in the day that is at five thirty is the droid appointment or oh, okay. reservation so we do have to be over at hollywood studios at some point so when you go over to make it to your droid appointment on time did you say uh that you're going to to go straight over there or will you be making a stop back at the resort I'm not sure. I guess it's really going to depend on how how it's going. Like, if it happens to be warm and sunny and they want to swim for an hour, totally mm-hmm. fine. You know, especially since we're on the Skyliner, it's super quick to get to Hollywood Studios. Right. So I don't I don't mind, you know, if we take the bus back, go back to the resort. You know, that I guess we're going to have to play it by ear. Mm-hmm. Um, since you can't, if we're done at Animal Kingdom by 12, 
well, you can't even go in, you know, obviously we can't even go in until two. So what are we going to do? So you might as well go back, refresh yourself, sit down for a bit. Yeah. You know, so I figure that's what we're going to do, but maybe they want to go hard at Animal Kingdom, you know, all the way till like 145. I don't know. Are you going to get it to Animal Kingdom for rope drop? Close to it. I'm not going to. I can't promise okay. rope drop. You know, five people is a lot to yeah. wrangle out the door. Teenagers who want their hair perfect and stuff. So it takes a little <laughs> bit. It takes a couple extra minutes. You know, I mean, my mm-hmm. husband and I are definite rope droppers. We are, you know, I'm team no sleep when I'm on Disney property. You know, I'll yeah. sleep when I go home. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm I'm definitely Disney trip no sleep. Oh, so, me too. You me know, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's going to be based off them. So we're going to try to hustle them out the door to get as close to rope drop as we can. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to rope drop flight of passage. I will just buy those lightning lanes. Right. That's perfectly fine. Um, you know, and since we do have the DAS service pass, mm-hmm. that takes a little bit of the pressure off because you can select your ride, you know, while you're on another ride. So that does help with getting around the park and the stress of it. Yeah. What are uh, the rest of the family going to be doing during the droid appointment since it will only be your son and presumably you because I, I feel one like you're going to win this fight. <laughs> right. So hopefully they'll go on a ride. You know, I don't want okay. them just to stand around. Hopefully, worst case scenario, I was thinking they could walk through, um, you know, Walt Disney Presents, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the little museum thing. I don't think they've ever walked through that. You know, they could walk through that, take their time. The droid appointment is 45 minutes. So Mm -hmm. that goes fast when you're in a Disney park. I guess Mm -hmm. depending on the wait times of rides and everything, they could. I don't want them to go too far. So I guess, you know, if you're going out of Galaxy's Edge, maybe they could do Swirling Saucers Mm -hmm. or Toy Story Mania if it's not, you know, two hours. I'm assuming they could do one of those things. But otherwise, they'll sit there and play on their phones. You know, those are, they're 13 and 15. They'll find something to do. They'll take some selfies around the park. They'll be okay for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, there's plenty of things that they can do. Have they done um, the Mickey vacation fun shorts before? No, they have not, actually. No. Okay. That's a fun one. We always love going in there and and sitting and watching those. They're so cute. and then when you come out, there's that photo opportunity with the potato land sign. The potato. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I want to go to potato land. <laughs> yeah, they, they might do that. Yeah. Okay. How late do you think that you will stay in the parks this day? I'm, I'm, my theory is it's going to be a really, really busy park day, no matter which park you're at. Right. So I, well, I'm hoping that we can get into Hollywood Studios, you know, shortly after the park hopping starts, mm-hmm. you know, to be doing two and three. I don't want to be there after three because then mm-hmm. that gives us two hours to get something done, you know, to get a ride done. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tr- try this day. I'm thinking I'm probably going to buy Genie Plus. So mm-hmm. while we are at Animal Kingdom and done with that, I can start stacking rides for when we're at Hollywood Studios. Hopefully Slinky Dog. Hopefully, you know, my kids, I will not ride Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster, but they love it. So hopefully we can Mm -hmm. get those top things done, you know, before the droid appointment, or I guess it could be after. So I'm assuming we'll stay till seven. My hope Mm -hmm. was then if everyone was still had energy to go to Epcot to grab like a late dinner from the booths, you know, because they, they're not going to be able to eat it all on the first day. So that was my hope. You know, I, when I have a park hopper, I really try to use it a lot. So you right. feel like you're getting more possibly, you know, go over to Epcot for the last hour of the night, especially since we're on the Skyliner, you know, it, it's just, you, it's really convenient. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. super convenient just to get back at the end of the night when you're exhausted. Yeah. That is the beauty of a park hopper. I, I think that some people, um, will question whether it's worth it to add on that that feature. And my theory is, and, and I'm, of course I'm saying this from a, a place of privilege of, of someone who has an annual pass and doesn't need to buy the, the separate ticket, but right. I feel like it's always worth it um, 
even if you never end up hopping just for the pure fact that you then have the flexibility and maybe it's because you want to hop to go do something else but maybe especially if you have younger kids it's because they're not loving what you're doing right then and you can totally change directions and say oh let's go to this other park now yeah Um, the only thing I don't the only time I don't I don't recommend it to my first time clients who've never been to a Disney park they're because they're really overwhelmed to begin with and it's too much for them to even conceptualize going to a different one once they finally got in to the first one for the day so then that is the only time I don't recommend but second trip and beyond I do recommend uh, because then you you learn to know what you like right yeah and I I think if you're if you're doing a first trip and you're and you're I'm going to say in quotes, on your own, sure, don't do it. It'll be too overwhelming. If you are doing a first trip and you are traveling with experienced Disney park goers, go for it because they can help you have that flexibility. Um, All right. The next day is Christmas. So what is the plan for Christmas? Will you plan to sleep late? Will you be doing anything special first thing in the morning? So this is the only day so far that I I do have a park reservation at Hollywood Studios, but I still need to speak with my husband and see what his opinion is because it's everyone's Christmas. It's not just my Christmas. You know, right. so ideally, yes, I would want to wake up and go to Magic Kingdom on Christmas morning, but that's what everyone else wants to do. And right. by the time I made this plan, it was already sold out. Oh, it was sold out. Oh, okay. And that's perfectly fine because if it's sold out, do I really want to be there? You know, if it's, if it was myself, yeah, fine. I can navigate in between people. I, you know, when it's, when you're by yourself, right, you're it's one completely person. different. Yeah. Right. But when you're a crowd of five people navigating in between and then, you know, it's, it's rough. So mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, we're just not doing that. My goal is to make it there by the end of the night, just to say we did it. We were there on Christmas day. So the, so the plan is I'm, I'm figuring that when we do go to Hollywood studios the day before, we're not going to get everything done. Like I'm, I'm building that in right now. Right. We're not going to get, I mean, I know you can never get everything done, but everything that was on our list for the day, I know it's not going to all get accomplished. So, and I know people are going to, you know, the kids are going to be bummed about a certain thing or two. So if I have that plan, well, we're going to come back in the morning. We can tick those other two or three things off the list. Right. That's my plan. And then when hopping time starts, hop over to Epcot to, mm-hmm. because whatever storytellers we might have missed, you know, that would be fun on Christmas Day to mm-hmm. hear the storytellers, eat the Christmas food, then, you know, stay there for a few hours. And if for some reason we didn't get Guardians the other day, that's my backup plan, mm-hmm. you know, that they could do it. Or maybe they can do it a second time. Um, you know, I want to I want to make sure I would love for them to be able to do it twice because I don't know. You know, I'm sure I'm going to visit a few times in 2024, but I do not think my family's going in 2024 altogether. Mm-hmm. So I really want them to be able to do it, you know, because I don't know when they're coming back. Right. So I would love for them to do Guardians twice. So um, and then and when we're done at Epcot, I would love to end the night in Magic Kingdom. Okay. Would you if, if you do that, will you take the um, monorail over? Yes. Yeah, I would do that, okay. especially, you know, it's the most impactful view and mm-hmm. the whole vibe. It's like just for the full experience of pulling up on the monorail, you're right there mm-hmm. just because, you know, it is so special. So, yes, that's yeah. what I would do. And when you do the monorail at Epcot, you get to go past the Moana Journey of Water. So I haven't yes. asked. I, I'm imagining you have done it so far, but are yes. you the only person who has done it in your family? Yes. So I did it last month when I was there. I did it twice. I did it with my friends um, in our group, and then we did a VIP mm-hmm. tour. So we also just walked through it real quick. And then oh, oh, she tour. casually but, dropped the um, VIP tour <laughs> news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How was that? That was amazing. I mean, honestly, it was truly once in a lifetime. I uh-huh. will never be over it. I, I will never stop thinking about no, it. Let's, let's never not stop put that energy it. into the world, Dana. <laughs> Dana, it was not once in a lifetime. This is coming for you again well, at some point. You know what? Yes. Actually, my friends and I, my coworker friends, we are 
a blue sky idea for 2024 is we're going to do it again. So yeah. Well, I think if you get a big group of people together, I mean, it's, it's pricey, but divided among a a large group of people, depending on what time of year you're doing it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I hesitate to use the word affordable, but (laughs) you know, it's not that bad. Right. It's really not that bad, honestly. And you'll make that money back, you know, in a few days of work or whatever. It's, it's really, it's really worth it. I mean, honestly, it is. Yeah incredible and just mm-hmm. it's incredible it's amazing I can't even explain it you know and you mm-hmm. get the pin at the end the VIP pin and mm-hmm. I'm like bury me with this pin I told my husband I'm like <laughs> because I just I it's just so special you know when mm-hmm. you first start going to Walt Disney World and you see people walking around with their plaid plaid dress tour guide you're like who is that what is that how do I do that and then you're checking mm-hmm. to see if it's a celebrity in the crowd like do I know any of these people you know, because mm-hmm. celebrities walk around with a, you know, with a tour guide. So when you get to be that, it's really cool. And everyone's looking at you going, who is she? Where do I know her from? Right, right. <laughs> like a couple people you could see where they were like scanning us. Yeah. No, the the answer is, you know her from the Where I Long to Be podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Correct. Yeah. So, oh but so we did, I did go in the Moana. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's, you know, it's quick. Yeah. It's just, you're in there yeah. 10 minutes, you know, there was no line to get in. You just walked in and oh, um, yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. It for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kids will like it too. I'm sure. When you hop over to Magic Kingdom, they have some special fireworks for Christmas. Do you think that that may impact whether you're able to get in or not? I don't think so. I mean, I think it'll be fine. I'm assuming all the people with their little kids who went in the morning, those kids are done and they're back home or not home, but you know, back at their hotel and their, Mm -hmm. in their pajamas by the time we'll even Mm -hmm. get over there. So I think it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's going to be busy, but I think it'll be fine. Okay. All right. Well, the day after Christmas, December 26th, Tuesday, what are you doing that day? That we're hoping um, to leave property and go to like New Smyrna, something, you know, a beach type thing that's, you know, no more than two hours away. Um, We're Mm -hmm. not going to bring beach chairs and beach gear and all that, but just sit on the sand, walk in the water. I'm assuming it's not going to be hot enough to fully swim, but you can wade in it and just you know, spend an hour or two just at the beach. If it doesn't work out, then hopefully it's warm enough to swim or we'll do mini golf because we have like a little bunch of free mini golf passes. You know, we'll do that. Um, there's Or go to Disney Springs. There's so many things you can do without being in a park. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I'm assuming the kids will like sleep in a tiny bit. Since, you know, mm-hmm. they'll have a completely full day the day before. So that's going to be more of like a play it by ear kind of day. So mm-hmm. I'll have to update you on exactly what we do, you know, on the, the second episode. But the tentative plan is a beach. Okay. All right. And then Wednesday, the 27th is your departure day. Do you have any plans yes. that day before you head out? So we have a late flight. Our flight leaves a late-ish. Our flight leaves at 6 p.m., which is late mm-hmm. for us. So, you know, we have a lot of time before that. Plus, like I said, we have our own car, so we don't have to leave as early as the shuttle service would do. So, and you have to be out of your room at 11. So it's like, what do we do between 11 and three? So we're probably Mm going to go to Disney Springs. If it happens to be really warm, I'm assuming the kids would want to swim, you know, just because we're coming home to cold Michigan and we do have a pool at home, but obviously it's closed for the winter. So, you know, <laughs> I would hope. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming they would want to do that. But if they don't want to swim, the plan is Disney Springs and then go to the airport. Okay. All right. Um, do you ever go over to the character warehouse or is that something you? We never have. No, we never have. I've always wanted to. I really want to go to the Lakeland Antique Mall. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For listeners, Lakeland Antique Mall is an antique mall where they happen to usually have a lot of Disney vintage things there. So you, you can apparently find some real gems if you are willing to go over there and, and dig. I've never been myself, but I hear 
talk of it. And if you if you look it up on TikTok, I'm sure you'll see lots of people finding uh, different things like from old rides or like hotel um, things after renovations. They take parts of the hotel that they're not going to use anymore and sell them there. Yes, I would love like a lobby chair from the Grand Floridian or a yes. lamp from the yacht club, something, anything, but like, how am I going to get this home? Like, it's so unrealistic, you know, unless it was a little tiny thing. So I'm not going to drag my kids to do that. You know, my husband and I will do that one day Yeah. years from now, but I, I would love yeah. to, but if we're not, I'm not just not going to do that with them, but um, mm-hmm. no. So we've never been to the character warehouse. You know, I've always thought about it. I suppose we could do mm-hmm. that. You know, you know, um, it's not maybe far we will. from Disney Springs. It's it's it would right. be an easy hop over there first and then go to Disney Springs type of thing. Um, and you know, it's an outlet mall. So, in my opinion, I don't think unless you have something specific you want to look for at an outlet, it's not really a place that you go and walk around and spend a lot of time. Like I will jet in there go to character warehouse and then jet right back out. And because you have your own car, it would be very easy to do that. Right. Yeah. Maybe I will add that to our wish list of things then. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good idea. If you do end up going over there, take a look at a map of the uh, outlet mall and the character warehouse is right near the center by the food court. So as long as you park near the food court, even if you're on the opposite side, you just like walk through the food court to get to it. Just try to park as close to the food court as possible and that'll put you in a good position to go over to character warehouse. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Disney Springs, anything else that you love to hit up when you go to Disney Springs? Not really. My son loves the Lego store, you know, but we have a Lego store at a mall by us. So it's not that big of a deal. Has he ever done the, um, the build your own minifigure? No. So (laughs) the, the last trip that we were all there, Mm-hmm. we like did like a virtual queue kind of thing for it. And then it was taking so long. We, that trip we were staying at um, river Port Orleans Riverside. So we had already took the boat back and everything. And then they finally called our turn and we were already back. We're like, we're not going all the way back just to do that because we can yeah. do it. There's only a few places that you can do it in, in America. Mm-hmm. So one mm-hmm. of the other places is a mall that's like an hour from us. So that is a goal that I was like, I'll take you one day to do it at the mall. We just mm-hmm. never have, but I really should do yeah. that. I should do that. I don't want to let him down. But... We, we did it. And it was, it was actually fun because my son, like every time we would go past it, Alex would be like, I want to, I want to do the minifigure thing. And we wouldn't have an appointment and the line would be long and we just never could make it work. And then finally, okay. I think it was, I think it was this last trip maybe, or the trip before that. It was, it was fairly recently. Um, I got my act together and I made us an appointment on the Lego website. You can like navigate over to the Disney Springs location and then click to make an appointment. So we actually had a time and you can do, uh, I think up to four people as a part of the appointment time. So Charles and I both made our own minifigures as well. So the three of us sat there. It's, it's really fun. And they like, um, it's not like at a normal Lego store where you just like pick an accessory. Like you do that kind of stuff, but you can also design what you want the per- the the minifigures shirt to look like. You can put your name on it, and and it prints it like on it, out of a machine, and then it comes on a little Lego brick that has your name on it, so it can like sit on the little bre- Lego brick. You know, oh, okay. if you have it on a shelf, or I I keep mine next to my my computer where I I work just because I. I think it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> right there, like sure. watching me work. It's it's a little mini Virginia watching regular size <laughs> Virginia work. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yes. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that more and hopefully we can make it work for him. Yeah. But if you have one that you can do like close to home, yeah, I mean. And it, I'm pretty, I'm pretty really... sure the it's... one at home is the same thing with the, where you make it digitally. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. This is not, the, it's it's nothing Disney specific. Like I know that you can do this sort of thing at the Lego store here in New York city. I didn't know that until we'd have actually already done it down at Disney Springs, but then I was like, Oh, they have that here too. Um, so yeah, there's nothing Disney specific about it, but it it was fun and it didn't take too long. I mean, it, it took a little bit of time just because we were like, they have these bins of accessories and you're just digging through and you're like, 
no, I don't like any of these hats or, you know. Right. So, so hard to choose. To, yeah. So that, I mean, I, I think we probably spent, I don't know, 30 minutes tops. Okay. You know, and we were all like really focused on, on getting our thing exactly right. So it was like 30 minutes where we were just like in, in the zone and then we were done and we all had, and they give you like a little, um, uh, paper box type thing that, um, it sits in. It's like really cute okay. that, that you get to take it home in. So it, it travels cute. well. All right. Anything else um, to share about this trip? No, nothing else, really. I mean, yeah, these plans could change, you know, with a bigger family. Mm -hmm. it, you know, sometimes something changes. But, mm -hmm. you know, I put a lot of thought into these plans. You know, not as much as I would put into my clients' plans because I'm 300% confident in my mm -hmm. Disney planning abilities. You know, I can I can change this stuff in a second. Um and you, my family wouldn't even know, like, you know, it's, it would right. be seamless to move it around, but, um, you know, it's, it's hard. I would, I will say it's a lot of pressure when your job is to plan Disney trips and then you're trying to do it for your husband and kids. And you're like, you know, it's, it's, a, it is a little overwhelming because mm -hmm. I want to make it the best for them, but it's also mm -hmm. my vacation too. And right. I like different things than they like. So mm -hmm. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I was just there last month. I got to do everything I wanted then. So yeah. should I give them more of what they want? But I'm like, well, wait, I want this. You know, so it is, it is, it's different than when you're doing it for like a stranger or a client because they tell right. you their kids' preferences or their goals. And you're like, all right, I know the perfect thing for you. And you, mm -hmm. and you do it. But this, I know every possibility of every situation. So mm -hmm. there it's so, it is overwhelming, honestly. And I'm asked mm -hmm. my coworkers, friends a few times, Hey, do you think I should do this or this, you know, just to get their opinion on my own trip, because the possibilities are endless, you know, as some, as you know, mm -hmm. from going frequently, the, the possibilities are endless. And I want my kids, especially because it's a Christmas trip. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. So I want them to be fully happy with everything. So, right. you know, I'm trying to like, please these little kids. So, um, it's, it's a different experience when you plan your own trip versus planning like for someone else. No, I, I get that. I mean, there's so many other factors that you are taking into account for your own family. Whereas mm -hmm. it's with, with another family, like you said, if you get their preferences and, you know, sort of what they're into, it's almost like a, a blueprint like you're like oh yeah, yeah yeah this part goes with this part of your preferences and this and it's like you can see it in your mind of how it should work um but exactly what you're taking into account when you're planning your own is your all of the personalities that you know so intimately of your family oh right 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 exactly and mo i would say like 75 percent of my guests are first time it's their first trip so mm -hmm on your first trip, you weed out a lot of things because there's some things that are just not for a first trip or people when it's their first trip, their kids are like between like four and 10. A lot of the things you're not mm -hmm. going to do when your kids are between four and 10 or they're all mm -hmm. boys and they hate princesses. Okay. That eliminates right. a ton of things right there. So, right. you know, and, and they don't know what they don't know. They don't, kids don't know they're missing rise of resistance. They don't even know what exists, but right. my kids do. My kids know what everything exists because they've been there so many times and then things they haven't done, mm -hmm. they hear me talk about it constantly. So right. they know every nook and cranny. So they know what they're missing. So I'm like, shoot, mm -hmm. we can't miss this. We can't miss this. And I didn't want to buy its park ticket for every day. I didn't want to spend that much. And we did want mm -hmm. some downtime too. So mm -hmm. you can't do it all. You know, you just can't no. no matter what you could be there for two weeks. You know, like the, the guests from the UK who come for two, three weeks, they still mm -hmm. can't do it all. You can't yeah. do it all. So it is what it is. We're going to, we're going to do, you know, I'm trying to get everyone's favorite things done mm -hmm. and no matter what, it's still going to be great. So yeah. and whatever you don't get done, I mean, it's a reason to go back and there's always something new and, exactly. you know, now they're like, well, we have to go back when, you know, when, um, T Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens. I'm like, yes, of course, we'll go back when that opens or oh whatever, you know. So there's always something to bring you back. I cannot wait for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yeah, it's going to be really cute. 
Yeah, yeah. We we love Splash Mountain. And um, so I'm very excited to see, you know, what it's going to become. And, and Princess and the Frog is just such a, a fun movie. And really hoping oh, that yeah. we get to see um, Ray <laughs> and Evangeline, because yeah. they're my favorite. Yeah. It's going to be really cute. The songs are going to be great. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be great. And you know how um, so many of the rides have smells that we associate with them? If yeah. we don't get some New Orleans food smells on that ride, right? I right. am going to start pick- picketing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I hope, I hope there is. That'd be great. All right. Well, Dana, I hope that you have a magical and festive trip with your family. It's going to be amazing. And I just can't wait to hear all of your adventures when you return. And for listeners, that is live and published right now. So you can just head on over to the next episode to hear the results of all of this planning. So thank you very much, Dana. And we will talk again very soon. Thank you. Thank you to Dana for joining me on the podcast once again. Her post-trip report episode is live and available now. And now I hope everyone has a great week. And of course, that you will all keep daydreaming about where you long to be. Oh, 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 o